podcast about the Andy Griffith Show. I'm Aaron. I'm so excited to be here. I'm Chris. And who are you? You're Chris. I'm Chris. Yeah. I'm, Chris. Yeah. I'm one of the founders of the Loaded Goat. The podcast, not the restaurant or the episode. Yeah, please don't sue us. Yes. So today we're doing the manicurist. Uh, it's a memorable episode for a number of reasons. But the first thing I wanted to say is, although it's been 50 years, we should give a shout out to Dick Elliott, who played Mayor Pike. This is his last episode. He passed away um, after after this episode aired. You know, this is a great, you know, he's had a good, he, he did great on this. And this is a nice, you know, you never want someone to end their, end their moment early. But, but this is, I think this is a pretty good episode for him to go out on. I agree. I agree. What were your thoughts just going, going in? I thought this was silly. I thought, you know, there are a lot of kind of gender things, uh, obviously, right? It's the whole point of the of the episode and a lot of creeping and sniffing and staring. So all of that aside, um, it was it was a fun plot. And I, I liked the banter that you got in between these moments of, of weird old guys lusting after a young single woman. I mean, this is really kind of like when we're talking about the favorite episode, like, for instance, The Loaded Goat, which is my favorite Andy Griffith episode. It really is an episode about nothing. There's no message. There's no meaning. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing. It's just, it's just silliness for, from start to finish. Yep. And I um, enjoyed, enjoy those episodes. Those are typically my favorite type of the Andy Griffith episodes. This was one where the antics were funny, but the men, the, the, the goofy old, the pervy old men thing just doesn't, doesn't, um, can be is just a little much today yeah for sure yeah so let's dive in we open at floyd's with mayor pike complaining about how the world is too fast um he's talking about the space rush um and he keeps and floyd keeps pointing with the scissors and then brings them back to, to make a point and then barney bring, and then brings them back to barney's face and Great it physical is humor Oh, it's hilarious. And I mean, yeah. we're going back and forth. And, I also um, love what, like, I know that they're just waiting for appointments, but the way it comes across is that all these guys went down to get their hair cut together. It's like, it's their afternoon activity. Well, you get the impression that, you know, the barbershop, you, you do get your appointment, but sometimes you just go hang out and, in that town and you go to Bar- Floyd's Barbershop and just chat with folks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So the bus pulls up and a beautiful woman gets off of it. Um, she is played by Barbara Eden. She's most famous for the, being the star of I Dream of Jeannie. I don't know that at all. You don't know I Dream of Jeannie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't expect to have to explain the plot of I Dream of Jeannie to you, but it is a show about a, 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 a genie. It's a 2,000-year-old genie who ends up, She's played by Barbara Eden, and she ends up marry, eventually marrying an astronaut who's played by Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman is J.R. Ewing on Dallas. Oh, God. Okay. Do you know, do you know Dallas? Oh, you've explained it to me so many times. I don't want to hear it again. I've never explained it once to you. We have never discussed the show Dallas. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I don't remember what Dallas is. Are you just messing with me? or have you really No, I mean, I know people talk about Dallas all the time. I know it's something that I should know, and you probably love it. It's a thing, and it's great. I, I don't love the show Dallas. Um, I just am saying it was, I'm just saying, this, these are 
shows that have been on they've been run in syndication i mean they, they're they're all on like me tv and other channels i'm just surprised you've never heard of I me tv no i don't watch me tv aaron <laughs> what this is flipping through whatever that random channel you were talking about is no get out of here you ever heard that i think you might have heard the i dream of genie theme song will you sing it for me I don't think I, you know what? No, I will not. You know why? I'm not going to embarrass myself because of your lack of, of knowledge of pop culture. All right. All right. Well, here we come to a standstill. Should we get back okay. to the episode? Ahead? Let's get back to the episode. So Barbara Eden also would join Don Knotts in the 1990s for fan events, fan appreciation events, and sign memorabilia and meet fans. Oh, cool. Excellent. So when Barney sees her, and you will agree she's a very attractive woman. Yeah, lovely. Lovely. When Barney sees her, he says, ring-a-ding-ding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barney's looking for his third girlfriend. Yeah, he can't even manage For those of you two. that are keeping score at home. Yeah. The two were, her first two were Thelma Lou and Juanita. And they asked Barney what he would do. And he says, and this seems a little out of character. He says he would show her who's boss and rough her, rough, rough her up a bit. Yeah, that yeah, that's a. I mean, he's posturing for sure. Maybe he's just running on some adrenaline from the scissors being in his face. He might be, but generally, you don't say. I'm gonna rough, roughing her up a bit seemed a little outdated in 1961. I would imagine. Oh yeah, or 1962. Yeah, yeah, baseline, not something to say. So obviously, Amazon Prime streams the full episode, but when this episode would air in syndication, they would cut that section. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good little tidbit. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two other things, just because we're moving out of this first this first kind of barbershop scene. There was one line, and I, I wish I would have written it down, where Andy talks about um, people looking up at the sky, looking up, you looking up, and then people on the moon are looking down when, they, when we finally get to the moon. This is some pre-moon landing humor that I haven't ever heard before. This is nice. Yeah. So I enjoyed that piece. And then the other piece that shocked me is that all Floyd's haircuts are dry cuts. He's not, he's not spritzing or, or washing at all. And that's often the case. That was often the case in barbershops back at that time. No, interesting. Yeah. Not till the barbershop the, um, quartets came in and really changed everything up. Well, the other thing about that that you mentioned about the moon piece, um, which is a great, just a great line and a great, great exchange you know, that show generally always shielded people or did not ever really acknowledge what was going on in the outside world. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever seen this, but in this episode specifically, they mentioned the space space race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, was and you, you took a pretty, I thought for a second you were going to go into the moon landing didn't happen. You know, people are shielding people from, you know, I just wasn't sure where we were going with that. I thought we'd get a good conspiracy theory out of you. Do you have any, what, what conspiracy theories, are there any conspiracy theories that you really believe my hook, line, and sinker? You know, that no, unfortunately not. I really try to cultivate a few, but I just keep falling off at the end. You know, it was one of my uh, small talk lines I'd like to ask strangers when I'd meet them, you know, back when I used to meet strangers. Um, but, I, you know, they all just end up being a little too, um, a little too rough because usually these things involve people's lives. You know, like, what do you want me to say? Vaccines don't work? <laughs> That's not what I want you to say. You're the anti-vaxxer. I think I, 
on the loaded goat, we are pro vaccine. We encourage <laughs> encourage your fam- encourage our listeners to get the vaccine. Shots and arms, encur- baby, and to encourage their family and friends to get the vaccine. All of them, but- polio, MMR, flu. Get the flu shot. Couldn't recommend it. you get a you get a discount at Safeway or CVS. Yes, yes, all of, all the vaccines that are. <laughs> Or, or that they're supposed to be getting and some of them some of which they're required by law to get at this point the or as, as kids the i was just meaning more like other other vac other conspiracy theories such as the kennedy assassination or anything like that no i think that happened um what about you <laughs> you know what let's move on and <laughs> He's got some deep-seated ones. I don't have any deep-seated ones. I'm just, I'm not having a conversation with you. A, you with started a, it. With a five-year-old playing, I don't, I don't know, what are you? I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're dealing with here. So, so she comes, so she starts to walk into the, um, into the barber shop, and they all really to start trying to act cool. And she asks if Floyd is the proprietor, and all the men skedaddle, and she is a chatty cat. She says she used to work for another barber, Pierre, but he kept trying to get her to marry him, um, and she needed more time, and she got tired of this big city, and that she was looking for a friendly place. And then she tells Floyd she's a manicurist, and asks Barney, and asks him if he needs a manicurist, um, asks Floyd if he needs a manicurist. Floyd is taken aback, says he can't pay her, she tells him she works on commission and then just goes to set up. She's got gumption. She's got got tons of gumption. Before Floyd even knows which end is up, he's got a manicurist and her name is Ellen Brown. Yeah. I mean, I liked this scene quite a bit. The girl came into town. She knew exactly what she wanted, where to go and rocked it. Yeah. Yeah. So she leaves and Andy asks Floyd what he's going to do about it. And Andy says he can't do anything. But imagine's business. Imagine's business will be so slow that she'll be gone in twenty four hours. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this part. You know, he should be wanting to grow his small business, employ more people, jobs, jobs, jobs. I mean, I agree with you. I also just I've never really, I don't, I've never gotten the impression that growing the business was that important to Floyd. That's fair. Um, what about? I mean, have you ever had a manicure? I never have. Have you? Yes, I prefer pedicure. It was like this thing for a while. We'd be on family vacations and like walking around the city. There's like that weird time at like 2 or 3 p.m. and you don't really know what to do. So we go get a manicure. My mom and sister get manicures. My dad and I would get pedicures. Uh, for some, you know, I just, I, I get really bad hangnails and I would get a lot of bad ones after manicures. So that's why I moved into the petty world. Um, they're lovely. Strong recommendations. I've, I've heard they are. I can't imagine ever looking at my father and saying, hey, you want to go get a pedicure? We just we just don't have that kind of relationship. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So um, at the barber shop, she is setting up and Barney and Mayor Pike are watching her from the window. Floyd invites them in. She asks all the men if they want a manicure. They decline. She sits down and they all watch her. You know what this kind of reminded me of? What did it kind seen, of remind you of? Have you ever seen that um, that where Rob Lowe was doing those direct TV commercials and it was Rob Lowe and then another version of Rob Lowe? This sounds vaguely familiar, but... So, so it was Rob Lowe and then there was one commercial where it was like 
creepy Rob Lowe. So it was like Rob Lowe is um, hanging out. He's watching direct TV. And then he goes, creepy Rob Lowe is sitting at the pool. And he goes, my cable's broken. He's got a pair of binoculars. So I'm just going to hang it out at the pool. <laughs> no, I don't remember this. And watch people swim. And uh, so that I just seemed like they all just went, they didn't want a manicure. They just wanted to sit and watch, and watch her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I don't know that, but that's a good comparison. Yeah. So she goes to the Jake from State Farm guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's Jake from State Farm. She goes to the back and Andy comes in thinking she's left and starts carrying on about how he knew she wouldn't last. And then Ellen comes out and hears him and says, this town is not friendly and that she's leaving. And then we go to commercial. I get it. Rude. Also, I think this in most TV shows, it is, it would be so easy to stop Andy. Like you don't need to get his attention. You just interrupt. And yeah. divert the conversation and look the other way. I know that, yeah. you know, this is a, these things always just, that's just not how it would ever actually play out. No, it's just like they're not, they're, they're all not being very fast on their feet. Nope. And so, and so to, and so you made, you brought up a good comparison last week about Andy being like Ted Lasso. And this is a total, what happens here is a total Ted Lasso move. I couldn't we agree more. Back, <clears throat> we come back, Ellen is getting ready to leave. But Andy comes in and says she has a customer and asks for a manicure. And so Ellen and Ellen hesitantly approaches him to give him one, but she starts and she starts to give him one, but is still really mad. Mm-hmm. And then Andy starts talking about how he usually uses poultry clips to clip his nails and makes a few more f- jokes, and he finally gets her to laugh. This is this is also very classic Andy Griffith show humor, where they just Barney does this a lot. Well, they'll make one joke, they'll get a laugh. They'll make the joke with a different punchline, same joke, mm-hmm. and just keep going and keep thinking it's funny. They do it like four or five times, but like it's funny how many times they think that they can play it. But uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. And they just keep doing it. And somehow, and then, you know, it's, it's, and it is still funny. I mean, and you know, but then it is kind of like they just build up, like you said, and they do that. And like it started out with poultry shears, then it was hedge trimmers. And then he was like, be gentle. I got to keep a little bit scratching. Yeah, I mean, that was gross. I don't like to picture people scratching. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's something we all do, but you don't want to tell, you don't really want it, to reference. It just feels like I just picture dandruff right away, or like you can hear the sound of like a back scratch. Now we're doing it here on the episode. Sorry, listeners. Well, it's kind of like on the Supreme. The Sopranos, where they always walk up to each other and they go, "Hey, how's your rash?" I mean, yeah. it's just kind of like giving each other, almost like implying that they've got a scratching issues. Um, so, but really, though, walks, how is your how is your rash? <laughs> same as my conspiracy theories, I don't feel like talking about them. <laughs> um, he walks by and sees Andy getting the manicure, does a double take, and runs in. Andy makes him get one, but Barney tells her to be chill on his trigger finger, which is which, just hilarious. So cute. I love this. Yeah. Lifts up the finger, not this yeah. one. Yeah. Later, Barney is calmed down and he is enjoying himself um, getting, getting this manicure. And on the street, Andy is encouraging others to get one. He talks them all into doing it. And then we have a montage of the men in town getting haircuts, including one of Mayor Pike smelling Ellen's hair. Is this the last scene that he has? I think he has one more. No, he has one more, doesn't he? Where he walks in and um, in, isn't he the one who gets his um, he gets his manicure from Emma at the end? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So 
Well, then we see Emma and the other ladies in town getting upset. I mean, mm-hmm. she is not happy. And, nope. you know, they're getting upset on the street quarter. And that is just a funny thing. I mean, they're in there. And then we just zoom out of it. We zoom in or zoom out of the barbershop or out onto the street and zoom in on the, the ladies getting mad. Yeah. Yeah, totally. A lot yeah. happens through that window. He should consider yeah. some two-way glass. That wouldn't be a bad idea. At the sheriff's department, Floyd comes in saying the appointments are all being canceled because of jealous wives. Andy come, Ellen then comes in and says she needs to talk to Floyd, but he's too he doesn't want to fire her, so he runs off and leaves Andy to deal with it. And Andy starts to go into this explanation of trying to say how beautiful she is and how it makes men react. And it's an awkward speech. Yeah, and, don't go there, Andy. It's clear. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is out of his scope and to begin with, but then also, it's like a little bit of victim blaming. It's like you're just so pretty. This is the problem. You're like, yeah, but also like you're weird and sniffing too much. Yeah, yeah. She thinks he's proposing and says she's really flattered, but she's gonna go back and marry Pierre the barber. She kisses him on the cheek and kisses Barney too. And as they walk away with their little lipsticks on their on their face. They both say, ain't we lucky to live in such a friendly town? Good. That, that's a fun line. I yeah. support that. And we kind of tease the epilogue and the a great epilogue. Mayor Pike is complaining about how he's going to miss getting a manicure and then sees a sign that says manicurist on duty. They come in and it's Emma and oh. she starts to do it to do his manicure. She's such a good person to sub in on it. Oh, yeah. That's that face when she comes out. So fun. Yeah. So how many whistles would you give this? I give the, this is tough because it's like, it's, it's tough in some pieces, but it's fun and jolly. So I'm going to say like super dated takes it back, but fun stuff in between the stuff that's not great. I'll give it a uh, six and a half. That's, that's generous. I'd give it a five. Okay. It's just, it's, it's kind of a middle of the road just because of it. Yeah. Well, when it's not super weird, it's funny. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. It's it's um, I agree with you. It's it it really is funny at times. I mean, it just it's just uneven. So I'll just give it a five. Yeah. So any final thoughts? No, that's all I got. Cool. All right. Well, until then, follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Loaded Goat Pod. If you have any questions, please go to loadedgoat.net and submit one. Next up is the Jinx. And until then, Christopher, ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ding.